0: Greetings, friends! Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we look at movies we love, break them apart to find out what elements give them their magic. I am your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always on my <laughs> my bloody, savage, shoeless karate filled <laughs> adventure for revenge against both hippies and the man, my friend and co-host,
1: <laughs> Alex Dandino.
0: It's hard, because I do these intros, and you're like, how can I sum up this movie briefly? Pretty sure you just did it. In, yeah, into a comedic intro, and I was like, all right, shoeless karate, hippies, the man. That's Billy Jack.
1: Pretty sure that's the long and the- short of it right there.
0: <laughs> so this is The Pod Takes Revenge Month. We are doing Billy Jack today. Uh, guys, before we dive into Billy Jack, please take a moment, rate, review the show, share it with your friends, like the social media on Facebook and Twitter, and... Um, It means a lot to us. Thank you for those of you who are doing that. We're seeing the results, and we appreciate it.
1: That's right. Also,
0: submit your picks uh, for the revenge film that you would like to see us cover as our bonus episode. Right now, old boys ahead, but there's still time to overtake.
1: There's still time. Come on. Don't be in anybody's. Enjoy this show with us.
0: (laughs) Enough of that, though. It's time. It's time to put America on trial. Right? (laughs) Right. And the judge, jury, and executioner is my bare foot.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong, man. I mean, this movie is... Wow. <laughs> I
0: actually assumed you would hate this movie when I picked it. I am ecstatic that you did it. I love Billy Jack.
1: I mean, Billy Jack to me is... Billy Jack to me is like the proliferation of 70s grindhouse movies. It's Tom Laughlin with $800,000 <laughs> in his pocket going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna make some weird hippie movie about me also being a Native American and then uh, also a guy who like, practices Hapkido. Like that's what yeah. this whole thing is.
0: Like it does seem like he's like, what are all the coolest things I can do? Like how will I be remembered? He's like, I'll be a motorcycle guy. Uh, karate seems pretty cool.
1: Motorcycle I'll karate. Fight, I'll
0: fight a snake.
1: You know. What I mean? You know. Everybody love. Everybody loves a good hippie commune. So I'll throw that in. Th- I'll throw that in for good measure. Oh, and then you know the man, of course. <laughs>
0: Because this is the thing, right? They they almost made a better Billy Jack and Rambo. It's very similar story, right? Green Beret comes back, yeah, yeah. Doesn't recognize the country he's fought for. Mm-hmm. I actually think Billy Jack though gets a little more into the. I, I think Billy Jack's an interesting movie for the times we live in. Let's put it that way. I mean, I told you're you, right you there, Billy brother. Jack's the rare movie where you essentially hate and root against every person in the movie who's not Billy Jack. Uh,
1: yeah, actually, I was actively against every single person in this movie except for billy jack because by the way to me the criminal the criminal thing about this movie is that tom laughlin does not have serious screen time on a regular basis in this movie like <laughs> he just sort of pops up in the ether they even bring it up uh, like um when they're the hippie commune and they're talking like when, how, how how do you get Billy Jack? Like, I don't know. We just sort of think about it. And he shows no, up. No, they like,
0: say the Native American way, is yeah, uh, if anyone would know. And they're like, we just got to think about him. And he shows
1: exactly. up. Exactly. I'm like, that's the Native American way to get Billy Jack to sh-? Whatever. You're yeah, like, I was like, what is it? Like,
0: he's Candyman? You yeah. start saying Billy Jack enough, and you are a <laughs> <"Brow,"> motorcycle
1: rolls up. <laughs> like, by that time in the movie, you're so entrenched in, like, what's happening. At that point in the movie, you're just like. You know what, that makes total sense. Why not? Let's just keep it going. Like as as long as we can get through whatever this hippie commune shit is <laughs> smack dab in the middle of the plot of this film, that'd be well, good. Well no, because this is the thing.
0: It's like an hour and twenty nine minutes, I think, right? Oh no, this movie's about, And this movie's like two long hours long. Well anyway, that's the thing. The it feels short to me, but the opening credits are about four or five minutes of just horses. <laughs> yeah. And then we cut away to improv comedy, the worst improv comedy, oh, yeah. right?
1: It's like going It's like
0: imagine if you went to UCB and all they did was talk about politics and abuse and yeah. <laughs> you know, horrible things. Like, we're gonna educate you. Yeah. It's like it reminded me of those like drunk driver videos they made us watch in high school. Like yeah. do you wanna be a fucking smear on the sidewalk kid? Learn to drive It's like
1: driver. being it's like a drunk driver video from like nineteen ninety four and you're watching it in two thousand and seven. Like that's what this is. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: but that's what I mean. Probably 20 plus minutes of this movie are just completely wasted time. Oh yeah. Which is really fucking funny. But in that wasted time, they actually are providing a huge narrative tool, right? Which is Oh my god, I hate everyone in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz that's this is the thing you should kind of feel bad for the hippies. Yeah. But you never do. It's kind of like to me when they make movies about magicians, and I'm supposed to be like, oh, cool, magicians. But I'm just like, you know what? Generically, as a rule, fuck all magicians. Right.
1: It, to me, that's what
0: this movie's like for hippies to
1: be. <laughs> yeah. This movie is kind of one of those things where, like, Tom Laughlin does an amazing job directing this movie and editing it because he leaves Billy Jack on the sidelines for so much. As soon as he shows, like, oh, finally, this movie's going to move forward. Oh, thank God. Because you spend so much time with the hippies, you're like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. But what
0: what is also best is when Billy Jack shows up, he kind of has the reaction, I think, that most Americans have every day now as we turn on the news or Twitter and <laughs> God only uh, knows what the fuck the president's saying and God only knows what new thing, you know, everyone's supposed to be offended about. Like, I, you know, oh, you can't define the gender of my cat, whatever the fuck, right? Like right. there's, you're getting it from all angles and every Billy Jack scene is so funny to me because he doesn't play it as like, hard-ass rage monster no no he always shows up and he does this thing where he just kind of puts his his face in his hand he just goes (sighs) he's like i'm trying (laughs) i'm trying so hard to not just karate kick everyone in the face i love
1: i'm trying i I love that (laughs) billy jack is like billy jack is perennially the man who's had enough like he just constantly oh god yeah
0: it's every time he stops his motorcycle he's just like why Yeah. Why did I? Why should I just kept on driving? He
1: stops his motorcycle, side crosses his leg, and just goes, Oh, God, what do you got? Like, let's just get this over with. Like, every single time.
0: (laughs) Well, the way he describes the, like, angsty Trump Jr. character, right? Yeah. The little teen that becomes his adversary. He's just
1: like, You just
0: just remind me of a little little monkey trying to get all the bananas. I was like, God damn it. If that's not the best description of America in 2018, Billy Green. Or Billy Jack should have been called Billy Evergreen. That's what I'm trying to say here. The message is still profound. All right, so this, this is a revenge movie, though. And what we start off with is it's kind of a long series. It's it's one of these cool – what I like about this is it's it's the small aggression revenge, yeah. right? It's a so movie, it's a movie of per- microaggressions. Yeah, per- people are perennially making bad decisions based on ego and hurt feelings and this and that. To where eventually it spirals so out of control um, that murder and mayhem ensue, right? So what we learn is that early on we know there's a dirty deputy Mm -hmm. and a sheriff who's kind of wants to call him out on it but can't because there's this boss hog-like character who kind of runs the the small town, right? This guy's daughter has disappeared and they found her and he's not even interested in seeing her again. So right away you know some dynamics wrong. Well, Come to find out, she she comes home and he's just like, blah, blah, you know, kind of laying into her. And she's like, well, I need a doctor because I got hepatitis and whatever.
1: That's the like, best what is- the fuck? I, I wrote down his line, though. He goes, I've been expecting this. I'm like, okay, you're the worst parent ever. Great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: But then not only hepatitis, but then she's like, I can't. I'll have a pregnancy. He's like, pregnancy? Yeah. And then she essentially lays in and she's like. How she describes the pregnancy to her father, who seems very like an unstable <laughs> alcoholic lawman. Right. Who's always carrying a gun. Like, this guy's not a good guy. We know right away. She's like, I was getting bald and passed around so much. That's I don't know best. who the father is gonna be. It could be She's a white describing guy, herself, a, black guy, like- a Jew, a Native American, <laughs> right? And she's essentially she's just like, I was so filled with all the cum of the world. <laughs> <laughs> this child will be like Stanley Kubrick's star baby.
1: Yeah. I have no idea who the dad will be. Yeah, she has But like, this
0: is the thing, when she says black, you see the rage in this fucking father's face. So
1: you know he's a racist it's and he just important. he
0: fucking nails her, right? So he he proceeds to beat the shit out of her and leave her right. out in the wilderness. Right. This is where we get to the actual when she's brought it Billy Jack brings her in after we've already been introduced, right? Billy Jack already has his badass scene when he rolls up on the Mustang Rustlers. Yeah. And there are essentially, like what, eight to ten guys with guns. And they immediately all cower to Billy Jack. Right. It's a great, it's one of those awesome intros where you don't need to say anything about Billy Jack. The reaction of those characters when they see this guy ride up. Right. Because this thing, Tom Laughlin is a fairly diminutive man, right? Yeah. He doesn't seem like he's maybe more than like mid five feet, maybe weighs like 150 pounds. But you see all these guys just fucking... They up. just
1: kowtow, though, like I think- all
0: with guns. Like these are these are not, you know, like your normal city slicking office workers. These are hardened men who are out cattle rustling and they're ready to kill all these horses. Like these are these are manly, yeah. grizzled by nature men, and they crumble in front of Billy
1: Jack. Yeah, the thing that like, and I love that part. Like when it just starts like that, that's really cool. I mean, the problem like, that there's this lame voiceover throughout the movie, like constantly describing Billy Jack. I'm like. I get it. He's a fucking badass quiet guy. Like, right. I don't need any more explanation than that. Like, he's a guy. Yeah, it's like Hollywood's
0: been feeding us John Wayne movies for fucking yeah. three decades. Yeah, like, like,
1: get it. I've seen a John Wayne movie. I understand The Wanderer. Like, I got it. Like, and also, this is like what, 1971. So, we're already, aren't we in the, already in the middle of the spaghetti western? Like, I've seen Clint Eastwood. I know everything what's going on. Like, I get it. Yeah. Like, we're good. I don't yeah. need any You're more like, explanation. He's here than to that. beat
0: some asses. So, this is okay. So, that's how we meet Billy Jack. He then finds this girl all fucked up in the wilderness, right?
1: Yeah.
0: The dad not only beats her ass, but he dumps her out in the woods, presumably to die, right? They never quite get to why. Because then the dad, the I'm pretty sure it's because she's the racist, dirty deputy, right? He wants to get her back, right? And I don't know if he's like, well, maybe I handled that pregnancy by beating her up, whatever the fuck, right? Right. He'll want to get her back. So, the sheriff, who seemingly is a pretty good dude. The doctor's a good guy, and the hippie teacher come up with this idea, right? They can't send her back. Why don't they all pretend they have no idea where she went? They didn't find her in the woods and hide her in this hippie school that exists right outside of the town. Right, right? it's this is inside.
1: The is, it in the re- is it in a reservation? It's in the reservation, right?
0: I think it's on the edge of a reservation. Oh, uh, okay. Right, because Billy Jack leaves to go to the—or maybe it's all part of the reservation. I thought it maybe. was all
1: part of the reservation because um, the sheriff and, all, like, and the Posners couldn't show up there. That was the rules, so I think it's, yeah I think it's a reservation that, that that's protected be. by Billy Jack
0: I mean, all um, of America is protected by I mean, Billy truth Jack. be
1: told, it doesn't really matter because right after this, we go like head first into this hippie improv thing that takes 20 minutes to well, get this out is of the it.
0: best thing, right? so they set up here are these like bad rustlers, right? these bad, bad dudes, right? These are kind of generic outlaws in a modern America right. in a way. And then we go and there's this hippie teacher who's been giving us voiceover, you know, oh, we're supposed to feel good. They're going to take this girl in. Immediately we go to this school and we get the intro to the school, right, through the voiceover. Yeah. And immediately I'm like, oh, my God, this is a movie of all villains. It reminded (laughs) me of the comic book Wanted, right, where it's like all the good guys on earth have been murdered. Now it's just divvying it up between the horribles.
1: It's just Billy Jack.
0: They're like, yeah, it's a school, man. It's a school with no rules except for three. You know, be cool be <laughs> don't, cool. do drugs. don't do drugs you got it you gotta, you gotta, gotta be creative. down on creating
1: gotta be and creative I was like,
0: that's not a school yeah. like i was watching this and i'm like there are actual children there who look like they're maybe 10 years old yeah and i'm like what you're teaching them is writing acoustic songs about fighting the man that is
1: child abuse also, that kid
0: needs to be doing number crunching also like, like also like kid?
1: terrible songs too like not even giving them like good music to play with like just bad music it's,
0: yeah it is funny because they do the improv comedy and they're like they do the weird thing like hey here's this girl who's just been almost murdered by her father and is pregnant because she got passed around by a bunch of hippies at a different place um let's introduce her to the school by doing an improv about her pregnancy and she's like Hmm, my pregnancy's kind of fucked up let's not touch that and they're like <laughs> no let's do it but like with Jesus getting killed. And then at the end, Jesus puts up a black power symbol. And I was like, whoa, whoa, you're throwing an awful
1: lot at me oh, on the first yeah. day of there's school. <laughs> a, there's a lot going on for, Bar- for uh, Barb's first day of school, man. Holy Oh, it's shit. crazy.
0: Because you are immediately like, oh my God, this is a version of hell. This is the other version of hell. Yeah. So Billy Jack exists in the wilderness between the two worst extreme visions of America, right? Right.
1: Do you have, you like, know, you have like small town. <laughs> 50s, like just getting like still dealing with the hippie boom version of small town America. And then you have full blown hippies living on a reservation with Native Americans. Like it's the two most obnoxious people in America, which is hippies and like old timers who don't want to move past anything. Like it's it's the two worst versions of humanity convalescing to one one city horrible
0: yeah as soon as the hippies were calling that a school i'm like i'm so mad at you yeah i'm so mad at you i (laughs) but here's the thing so this is where the rubber hits the road in billy jack so they they plan school field trips right so they take the hippie kids into the the maga town
1: yep
0: (laughs) and they're like you can get out and buy wares and goods right Right. because although we get off on creating here we can't create ice cream cones right so they're like (laughs) we need to go to
1: town so they're gonna go to the soda shop and like not only that they're standing across the street and like barb's like Let's all go to social. I was like, no, they don't let in they don't like Indians being in there. And he goes, How do right. you know? It's like
0: we just This is know. where we meet the movie's most tragic guy, Martin. Poor
1: <laughs> oh, poor, poor just
0: good guy Martin. Poor right? Martin. He's just He reminds me of a less obnoxious piggy from Lord of the Flies. <laughs> but kind of just this guy who's like, We can make it right. Yeah. We can make this work. Right? Yeah.
1: Martin's like <laughs> Martin's the first guy who walked up and put a flower in a gun, like during a protest. Like that's <laughs> That's Only Martin. to immediately get murdered. And immediately got <laughs> shot in the face. Like, that's Martin. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
0: Martin. So this, yeah. So they go into the comic shop. And this is, this scene we see played again. Um, so the Trump Jr. guy, Posner's son, right? Trump Jr. Bernard. He's ro- he rolls up and he's just like, give me 50 bucks. I'll go bang one of those hot hippies. Yeah. And she gets, re- she rejects him hard. Oh, Yeah. So he's lit up, and he sees the thing going down in the ice cream shop. She has
1: that great, you know, up, up yours. That's my name. Like that was yeah, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the hippies and the the Indians go in, right? And the guy, the racist shop owner, won't give him cones. And he's like, you know, you have the right to do that, right? And he's like, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you know, and they just want ice cream cone. This is a free country, right? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, well, I got an idea. Let's make them white. So this is very reminiscent. Like, I remember this is American History X, right? Where uh-huh. they dump the milk on the lady. Maybe not as harrowing as that. No. But they start pouring flour on these little girls, and then Martin tries to stand up. He gets fucking jacked. And then they pour flour on him. And you're like, there is this... It's one of those movies where they, they take this moment, and it's something that seems so small. But it actually plays pretty... Pretty... uh Harrowing, right? You're like, this is fucking intense, man. Like, especially, imagine a life where you had to deal with that. Like, that's that's a fucked up thing to do, like this espe- degrading, dehumanizing thing, right?
1: Like, especially seeing it now, like that's the thing you realize is this movie actually is unfortunately really socially relevant right now because that happens in the movie, and I'm like, oh god, like I can totally. Well, see not only it.
0: that, you're like our parents. Could have been in that shop.
1: Right. But the thing I think about all the time though now, I'm like, oh God, this could totally be happening in like West Virginia somewhere right now.
0: Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? It doesn't feel that long ago if you think about like, oh, my parents were that age around that time. Right. Plus, oh my God, I've seen the news.
1: <laughs> right? right, exactly. Like,
0: it's fucking crazy. But it's it's this small scene and it does a great it does a great job. Yeah. Cause this is the thing. You actually feel for Martin. I sympathize with Martin in the movie. They have that, the weird guy who looks like he's in Spinal Tap, the, the improv guy. Every time I see him, I'm like, why doesn't he get fucking Billy Jacked? <laughs> but you're like, Martin is the character who they use to actually kind of be the emotional core of the flick. Yeah. And this moment really sets you up. Where you're like, this is fucking wrong. This is wrong. Not in America. I just, I think. And then all of a sudden, right, you see Billy Jack pull. This is a great shot. So you see the kid, Martin covered in flour, uh, Trump Jr. and his his huge friend whose name is Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, <by> Dinosaur. <laughs> They're sitting there thinking they're cool, and all of a sudden they hear they hear the jeep, right? And they turn around just to see Billy Jack, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" Also, and he walks in and immediately gives us the first taste of the, the I'm fed up, Billy Jack, right? The, uh, and he starts taking his gloves off, putting them in his hat, and he's just like, "It's kind of very Mister Rogers, right? Like yeah. changing after a hard day, like he." You no, know, do- I just I came in here because I also I like Rocky Road.
1: Yeah, he but now I have to fucking murder him like. <laughs> The Billy Jack, the the soda shop scene to me is like quintessential seventies grindhouse stuff. Like, because this movie is definitely, I think this movie totally fits in that genre. Like, it's not women in cages, but it's its own thing in general. Where like you're sitting there, you're watching this movie, and this whole sequence, the soda shop scene itself, and then out of like out of nowhere, like totally unannounced, Billy Jack starts walking up. It's like he can feel the he can feel the. Uh, discrimination occurring in whatever part of town and that's where he arrives. So like, yeah, right.
0: Well, no, he's the candy man. Yeah. He's like, racism, racism. racism. And he disappears. And he like, like appears. A ghost. Yeah.
1: But him like walking <laughs> in and doing the thing with Bernard. I'm like, dude, this is, it's this is the movie a I want. Badass
0: speech though. I love the like, you know, I try. Yeah. I
1: try. I really try. But
0: then this is the great thing too. If you watch that scene in the background of all of this happening, there are two guys that look like they're about 90 years old each. Just kind of sitting there, quiet as shit. Like, if we don't move, no one will know we're here. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's just like, or they're just sitting there, like America's gone to hell. Yeah, I don't know. it's just these two old timers in suits at an ice cream store. I love. You're like, what are those two guys who look like they're both the old man from Up doing in this ice cream store? Like, they're probably just having a great old gents day, and then race riot breaks.
1: To out. me, like, I'm watching that scene though, especially like, and watching Tom Laughlin like, kind of quietly lose it. Like, this is where people who love John Wick, this is where that whole vibe was born. Like, everything about John Wick, to me, screams Billy Jack. Like, there's so much of that. Yeah,
0: it's the Tony Soprano thing, right? Whatever happened to the strong, quiet American man, right? right? And you're like, there's just something immediate. This is the other thing, too, about Billy Jack that's cool is we are all subject. Like, this year on Twitter, there was an actual debate about, is it cool to punch Nazis in the face? Like, that was a thing that happened on Twitter within the last year. Billy Jack's just the guy who's kind of what we all wish we were. We just walk around and when you see something that's so obviously wrong, like he talks about this little girl who just gives us all so much smiles and she's so full of light. We'll have to carry the weight of this atrocity you committed on her because you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, Um, That breaks my heart. And that moment, I was like, God, he is so fucking badass. I love this moment. And he just walks up and he kind of gets her to laugh and like shake out of it. And then proceeds to just beat the fuck out of those two Yeah. and throws one out the window, which I every time I see someone get tossed out of a window in a fight, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, it's been a dream of mine for all.
1: (laughs) I pretty much laugh anytime I see something like that. You want
0: to hear a funny story? This is actually a true story. My brother was a bouncer, right? My very violent brother, Skylar Griffey, was a bouncer. We got in a fight in a bar, right? These two guys tried to start a fight by a pool table. And normally, as a bouncer, you kind of just try to like bear hug and walk to the door, wait for your buddies, like get them out. You never like devolve to fist fighting normally if you're doing it right. Right. So we get the one guy down. I turn around to make sure my brother's okay. (laughs) He's ragdolled this dude, has him by the back of his shirt and his pants. (laughs) And we're on the second story of this bar called Dill Street. (laughs) And Skylar picks him up and throws him headfirst into the window. (laughs) (laughs) And he kind of hits the window (laughs) and goes, like just falls like a crash test dummy. And I saw this look on my brother's face of just, like, purely perplexed (laughs) confusion, right? Where he's just like, what? Picked him up to do it again. And I was like, (laughs) Skylar! And afterwards, I was like, what was your plan? Like, you were actually, like, going to throw this guy out the second story window? He's like, I guess I never really thought it through. And I'm like, you've seen too much Billy Jack. You're trying (laughs) to window throw. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know why. I love the window throws, except for in real life. But, um. This is a cool moment, too. This is an extra level of Billy Jack character development that I love. If you're ever about to get in a fight, and the man you're about to fight is calmly taking off his shoes and socks, Run do away. not fight that man. Yeah, no.
1: No, no, no. What are
0: shoes designed for? They're to protect our feet, right? This There's is a some man guy like not you know what? Value protecting sake. his feet. <laughs> no, this guy's feet are tougher than normal feet. Yeah. Do not fight a man who takes his socks off I before he's ready to throw it I am all
1: about the slow-motion keto, by the way. Like, that's like... <laughs> Like, there's, like, ten guys, so he, like, walks out into the town square, ten guys surround him, and he literally, it just cuts to these, like, five or six slow motion hits of him, like.
0: Of, like, sweet jump kicks? Well. There's one where it looks like he actually kicks this dude right on the chin by accident. You see the old man's face, like, oh!
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and I forgot. <laughs> it starts, though, with Posner. So, like, Bernard's dad, the the boss hog of the town, walks up and goes, how could you do that to my son? Basically, gives him the whole thing. He goes, you know. I'm going to do something to you, and you're not going to believe Like He gives this like long-winded explanation oh as to God. what he's going to do, and I'm like, this is awesome.
0: This yeah, is well, incredible. Yeah, well, just like, you think your fancy karate is going to help you? And he's like, don't think I got a choice. And then he just tells <laughs> Poser, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do something, and you're not going to like it very much. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that? I'm going to take this right foot, <laughs> and I'm going to put it on the left side of that fat face. <laughs> and he's like, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. And the Boss Hog guy's like, pure! And
1: then, just fucking. And then, like a series of like eight <laughs> slow-motion hop keto kicks right to people's faces. And the whole time, I'm like, "This is the movie I was asking for the entire time." If this continues on, I will be totally fine with this movie. It's it's one of the
0: most like this ten minutes of the movie are one of the most glorious ten minutes of cinema to me. Absolutely, you get a lot of like really interesting political kind of commentary. And then you get a really weird karate master, a guy named Dinosaur, awesome yeah. threats. like It's great. <laughs> this movie. Yeah, but then there's the thing. So, yeah, he's, he's jump kicking everyone. He ends up getting jumped. And the old sheriff comes in and uh, breaks it up, right, right, yeah. So, Billy Jack escapes, right? This is our first, like, this is the powder keg moment. But in that moment, I think there's even something cool about, I love the decision of Billy Jack getting his ass beat yeah. at the end. Because there's something about a man facing down... Odds and just being like, this is what's right. Like you fucking racist pieces of shit hurt these kids. Right. So now at minimum, twelve of you are eating fucking foot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take my ass whipping, but twelve of you are eating foot. It's like the most manly American dream moment for me. Right. So You know what I mean? That I love all, it.
1: So that all happens only to be countered by one of the most bizarre left turns in a movie I maybe have ever been privy to. Like nothing. <laughs> Nothing plot. Okay. Nothing plot oriented happens for at least another twenty minutes. Like they do that weird, like improv theater in town with the cop. Like and the whole thing with. The-
0: oh no, you're skipping the most crazy scene, right? Which one? There's a huge divergence in the movie where we do a town hall meeting. Yeah, that's it what has nothing to do with Billy Jack or anyone. Right, this is yeah. before that because they do that and oh, then they do two subsequent oh, improvs. My God. Yeah,
1: what the? I I I blanked it out. So the town hall like, meeting is essentially
0: nothing. old MAGA hats yelling at hippies and like ten-year-old indoctrinated kids yeah and i watched it and i was getting so frustrated i was like i want to turn my tv off so bad because everyone here seems so stupid and horrible (laughs) right and you're like this is like someone filmed twitter is just forcing me to watch it yeah exactly it's like someone i was like this is like it felt like a 10 minute scene you're like this has nothing to do with anything important in this movie
1: nothing And there's like there's like three of these like long winded it's not even like it's either at the school, the town hall, or something else. Like these long winded nothing scenes. Like that town hall thing, especially the one hippie with the long hair who ends up being like, We should do a theater in the middle of the town. Like Thank he you, like argues with someone about like I don't I don't even remember. I think it was just like gun violence. I'm like this is really important to the movie or can we, yeah, just...
0: well, it's like the guy from spinal tap and an Indian lawyer named okay. Corral. Oh
1: yeah. And
0: then like a 14 year old girl is like reading Hitler quotes. I'm like, what is happening? This is Twitter. This is Twitter was, in a town
1: hall. Format. It was Twitter. It was Twitter in like, like a theater format. Like someone printed out Twitter feeds and just handed them out to various, various characters. Then they it's do
0: unbelievable. This is the thing, right? So it's magas versus hippies. And they're like, how can we bridge this gap? Come to our school and learn from an improv game. So two or three of the town hall members go out to do improv and they're like, you're right. This hippie breeding ground with no actual curriculum is a great idea. You should come do this in town. Come do this in town. They take the only town sheriff away from his duty to get yelled at by the most horrific little fucking theater director
1: ever. You're telling me you've never. Yeah. Like they're arguing with each other about (laughs) the intimidation of robbery. So like you're not being intimidating enough. Like. I need to believe that you have bullets in that gun. Do you have bullets in that gun? Well, no, I don't. Why wouldn't you have bullets in the gun? Use your energy. I'm like, this has got to stop. Please. I
0: mean, it feels like 20 plus minutes of film at that It's for sure 20 minutes. I I actually wrote down in my notes, I'm like, who would not surrender to Skynet if this was their everyday (laughs) life? Like, it's just, I mean, it's crazy. But in this moment, we get this really weird... Look into the two fucking extremes of this country that are always ruining everything.
1: Yeah, honestly, and it,
0: it but it just makes you love Billy Jack more because then we get done with this infinitely long improv <laughs> string, right? And what's the next thing we see? Billy Jack's like, "Yeah, I gotta go fight a snake."
1: I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm a so fucker. Billy Jack goes and does this, like, yeah. Billy Jack basically is doing this ceremony that shows shows him what he's meant to do in life where he gets bit by a snake a bunch, but survives. And again, none of it and is And then he,
0: and then he comes out of his almost death experience and just totally shits on the white man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He like tells everyone he goes what you need. The, the best is. So the whole time Bernard and dinosaur are like watching him from a, like a, like a perch and about to like shoot him. I'm like, what's that guy doing? And the whole time Billy Jack's like, when you approach the white man, approach them with the dance of friendship. I'm like, what is going on? Billy Jack just kicked there, people there in the face. There is something
0: funny about Tom Laughlin, who looks like the whitest fucking dude ever, yeah. constantly berating the white man. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, have you seen the fucks in this town? I don't want to be associated right. with any of them. So, and I was like, Billy, I totally agree.
1: <laughs> so then we fast forward a little bit, and Bernard... Also, like, there's parts of this movie that I'm like, was this supposed to be a porno? Because there's parts of this movie that are like hard left turns into porn. Like that car scene, (laughs) the way it starts, I'm like, I think this is how pornos start sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's with And then it gets a rapey vibe. Yeah, so he's with so Bernard's with some girl and I I don't know how I forget what he gets upset. Basically he tries to get her to what, tell him where Billy Jack is? Which he, no one he knows.
0: Wants, he wants her to dime uh, the location of the deputy's daughter. That's what
1: it is. So and She's
0: like, I can't betray everyone. They're my friends. Right. And he's like... And they're cross. Well, this is a great... She's like, who do you think I am? And he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I <laughs> can really do anything for a buck. Well, and like, she gets all pissed. But then this is where... You, this is like one of those turns where all of a sudden a knife comes out. And he's like, oh, I might as well rape about it. Right. And you're like... Whoa. This is the thing. Trump Jr. in this movie is... Such a fucking crazy character. Because they start us off... His his arc is essentially he's the rich kid who hates his dad. Right. His dad's trying to get him to shoot a horse.
1: Oh, yeah. And he's just
0: like, I can't do it. Like, he can't pull the trigger, right? Right. The rest of the movie, they do a really interesting job. Because he's obviously a despicable, unforgivable piece of shit. Right. Because we see this rape, and then we get into another, like, actual rape. He's just a bad dude. He was already a racist to the kids. You know, dumping the flour on him, but... They do this thing where every single time before he commits an atrocity, there's some form of him being uh his manhood being challenged, yeah. right? Like you're not a man. You're only this weird little offshoot of your father, you know, right. like you're you're nothing without him. You're not a man, you're nothing. And you see this this guy who just constantly has been beaten down and pressed and moved and just the toxic ways this has formed to where not that it excuses his behavior, but it 's actually an int- it 's a more interesting arc than he 's just a generic rich piece of shit yeah. right by starting us off with the Mustang, you can tell that there 's some kind of softness at his core right? right and Billy Jack obviously is the guy he wishes he could fucking be so it's it 's a cool it 's a cool extra layer to what seemingly is just a two dimensional like eighties high school villain
1: right well they cross cut it too with that uh, scene with Martin and uh the sheriff 's daughter where she 's like. How come you don't wanna fuck me? Don't you like me? He goes, Yeah, I like you. I just you like everybody else. You're a whore. He calls her like (laughs) he calls her in anybody's and I'm like, Oh nice, that's interesting.
0: (laughs) That's a fucking hardcore one. That's a fucking But then he's like even though you're in anybody's, I just want you to know that I love you. Yeah, he's you. like,
1: I love you for your spirit, even though you're a total slut. Like, he just... Yeah, you're like,
0: good, good save, Martin. Yeah. You did it, Martin.
1: Well, Martin, it's amazing. You insulted the woman, yet she'll probably still sleep with you at the same time. Like That's like that's that's the vibe I got while we are watching And then this. in
0: 1970, negging was cre- invented by the great Martin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So cross-cuts... So Billy Jack's confronting this guy who, like, so Billy Jack confronts Bernard who cuts this woman's blouse off and he goes, the bra, too, and cuts it in half. And he, like, <laughs> but then, okay, Billy Jack here has my favorite line of the entire movie. <laughs> so he shows up, obviously, because someone, you know, uttered his essence he shows up on his motorcycle. A
0: hippie's in danger, so he arrives.
1: <laughs> he's in danger. He's around. You're rushed. like,
0: this is a big area with like a lot of wilderness. Yeah. Like, How
1: are you always there? Like, deep wilderness. The te- the school teacher's there, and they're all watching. Like, he's like, Bernard. So the girl, so he tells the girl, he's like, get out of here. And she goes, are you going to look? And he like, yeah, he's like, get your blouse and get like, out of here. Get your blouse and get out of here. She goes, are you going to look? And I swear to God, this is the line. He just, uh, probably. Billy <laughs> <laughs> Jack's like. I'm a good crusader for
0: justice, but I got to see them titties. Because <laughs> even in the 70s, everyone was still somewhat flawed. Yeah, exactly. People weren't fully woke back then.
1: <laughs> like, the whole like that happened. I was just like, what is going on in this movie? This guy is supposed to be, like, the person to save, and he finally is just like, eh, you know, they are tits. Well, if I'm so not obviously. mistaken,
0: after he says that, they cut back to the hippie teacher who also arrived.
1: Yeah. And she's and like, she
0: just goes, Billy.
1: Yeah, Billy, you know, what I mean? she gives like a little chuckle about yeah, him. Like, Billy.
0: yeah, I'm going to see those titties. <laughs> so then he I wrote that down, too, because I was like, what a weird, like Tom Laughlin's like really in control of this whole character. And he's like, I just want to add in that this guy loves tits. <laughs> as if, yeah. As if like the karate and the fighting snakes and shit wasn't manly enough. The motorcycles loves he, tits. You gotta know he loves tits.
1: <laughs> I just the the. The casualness of that line the whole time I was just like, "What is going on?" That would provoke anyone to go probably.
0: <laughs> what you did is you exposed the brilliant invisible hand of screenwriting. <laughs> They're like Billy's just not fully alpha until that moment.
1: <laughs> I like the idea that Tom Laughlin didn't have any dialogue written, and he goes, "Let's take that one again." Um, I'm going to say pro- I'm going to say probably this time. So. Basic. So then he, he has this standoff with Bernard, where he goes, "Well, now I gotta hurt you. So I'll, what do you want? What'll it be? I'll either dislocate your elbow or I'll put your car in the in the lake." And uh or what?
0: Wait. By the way, I fucking again. This is a classic. Just Billy Jack being so badass. It's his thing. His dad's like, "He didn't hit you or nothing." Yeah. And he's like, "No, I was just i was scared." <laughs> and it's he just like. The, I love the notion because that's the thing. So the whole time you're like, "Why doesn't he drive away?" Yeah. My theory is that he is so enamored with Billy that he's just like, "Fucking goddamn it, that's the guy. Yeah, that's who I wish I was." And his shame and embarrassment in front of his idol.
1: Mm, beautiful scene. It's really good. So obviously he puts the car in the water. Really funny. Then <laughs> he also gets. A but seat. then,
0: but then it gets really unfunny. Then it gets Bernard very real. He's not taking this one lying down. Uh. Really soon after that, the the hippie teacher is going for a swim.
1: Kidnaps the hippie teacher. And we
0: teacher. cut to her actually tied up.
1: Yeah. Really like weird. Like, fully
0: tied up uh, naked, and Bernard is just ready to rape. Yeah. Uh, and it is it is a crushing scene. It's really upsetting. It's crushing.
1: As far as, like, that kind of stuff goes, yeah, it's very upsetting stuff. So I,
0: It's one of those things, like, every time I see that in a movie or a TV show, it... It so crushes me because it's it's one of those acts. You know, you hear a lot of this talk about. I mean, there's a lot of that now, right? Like, where are the lines, this and that? And, but and it's like so. There's a minimalization, I think, of like just even the word rape at times that has happened. Yeah, especially with men. But I think when you're confronted with visuals that are like, holy fuck, could you imagine? And it is such a fucking vile, despicable act. Yeah, uh, to watch it on screen because that's what I mean. It, it is at this point. It's kind of devolved into this weird hippies with improv comedy and billy jacks doing awesome badass stuff right but then it brings it back to this like this truly fucking dark and universally understandable moment of terror yeah like there's just this this thing and this is something the movie does a lot right which is america is supposed to be this great land right this is the culmination of what men have been on earth for right that's right. how we're taught as young americans and, shit. Right. and you just see something like that and you're like man a kid who's got it all Right? Just would still go out and do something like this. It's one of those moments that just it fucking rocks you on a, a all kinds of deep levels. Yeah. Well I and, mean uh and this movie's so, so much sad.
1: about like the pro I mean, again, there's so much about the wilderness and how like the beauty of like the untouched wilderness and that kind of thing. So Yeah, man. Especially for that. It's, a, it's like, like the
0: promising there. like postcard version of America and all this horrible shit. Big time. It's happening in this little fucking like Ant colony of MAGA hats and hippies is spread, and Earth's just like why volcano. Right. <sighs> Pierce Brosnan comes in. No, that's a different movie.
1: No, uh, a different there movie. is a
0: moment in this scene though. Like rape scenes are always horrific, as you know, just on their nature. Yeah, the moment that fucking sealed it for me, right? That just breaks your fucking heart is when the teacher tells her student, "Please don't tell Billy."
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, That moment in the script, that speech, they get back to it later, right? She addresses it herself in more detail. Right. That moment, though, is so fucking crushing because you understand. And this is something they play with, right? And they do this at the end in the church, too, about how Billy Jack is the outward personification of strength, right? What we all think we need to be and how we fix things. Right. But her em- enormous, immense strength in this moment To try to save Billy, right? Yeah. Because Billy's going to go fucking kill this guy. She knows it. Right. Her saying, I will hold on to this trauma and deal with it myself alone. And, like, it's so easy for us. And this is something that's fascinating in revenge movies. Because as an audience, we're always put in the position of, well, yeah, don't you want revenge? Like, don't we want Bernard to get fucking karate to death? Yes, but then she's also right. Like, that's not a way. You're just destroying more and more people. And the best revenge movies always kind of show you the peripheral wake of this billy going after this kid as he did might have helped push him bernard over the limit and her a target right not saying it's billy's fault but it's just this this ever expanding boundary of what's okay yeah that everyone is touched by and this this moment that but that don't tell billy that is one of those i was like that's just the kind of mo- the human moments that hit you in movies, there are some things that are just too fucking hard in life. Right. Yeah. And we just can't always express or contemplate. It's just it's, it's hard and gross and sad. And, you know, we're not we're, most of us are just like, we just want to watch Game of Thrones, man. Like, you know, <laughs> don't make me do the real shit of making this world a better place. Right. That's a moment we all relate to, though. Sure. That's a moral quandary. That we all get a lot out of. Right.
1: I mean, I think it's what makes Billy Jack a little bit better than just its counterparts from that sort of era of movie making. Because, yes, there are a lot of these like sort of wasted 20 minute segments of like hippie school stuff. But therein lies sort of the meat and potatoes of making a great movie and making sort of this alchemy of filmmaking that that we always talk about on the show. Like that in and of itself provides you with enough like with enough, with enough stuff to take you into the end of the movie. And it's not just this wanton revenge flick. Like you want to see the actual moral quandary that Billy Jack has to go through, which is like, is he going to be a pacifist? Is he going to follow the way of the rest of these hippies? Or is he going to go his own way? Like, obviously yeah. you kind of know where it's going to go, but it still provides you with the opportunity to really think on it, which I think is probably the most valuable right. part of the actual writing of the whole movie.
0: Right, and that's the thing. Like you said, it could just have devolved into this kind of grindhouse exploitation film. But these kind of moments, to me, elevated above a lot of the other fare uh, in that group, right? Like, there's real moments of, of brain tease here, right? Oh, yeah. Of heart pulls. Like, th- this, this movie digs in on a lot of hard subjects and then gets us by with awesome barefoot karate and snake fights and shit. Totally. But— it's fascinating because this is the thing. Like at this point, the movie just goes out of control, right? Right. So the deputy's daughter. Uh, we got to talk about the deputy's daughter. Let me pause this fucking flick, right? I was going to talk about poor Martin, the saddest dude ever. Uh, finally, just gets murdered by Trump Jr. Yeah,
1: straight up. It's really and this
0: is too far for Billy, right? right? It's like now Martin's been killed and the teacher's been raped. He finds out. It's
1: a step too far.
0: It's it's too much, man. Like it's gotten too out of control. In the midst of this, though. The deputy's daughter, to me, is maybe the most fucked up character in this whole movie of despicable characters. (laughs) Because one, when we meet her, she seemingly made a lot of tremendously bad life decisions. And she's just kind of like, fuck you, pa. Deal with it. Right. (laughs) then she gets a second chance, right? And she's just, you know, the teacher's even like, just don't ride the horse. Don't ride the fucking horse. Any pregnant lady would know, don't ride the fucking horse
1: what she do? Gets on that horse. Fuck you, all authority.
0: Rides the horse, falls, falls off. Falls off. She loses the fucking baby. It's such a fucking, and this is what I mean. It's a weird, it's weird to me that the the kind of uh, igniting mechanism of most of this movie is that girl. Yeah. And I don't know if this is harsh, but I'm like, she is one of the biggest pieces of shit characters uh, that we've covered on this show. Oh, she's hardcore. almost worse than the princess from uh, legend. Ooh. She's the worst. This girl's pretty fucking close. It's close. I mean if this girl had been royalty, she would be worse.
1: What sucks is she spends so much time with like the hippies and the Native Americans learning their ways of pacifism and accepting who you are and she's like, Yeah I'm a slew. It's fine. It's who I am, whatever. And then you also find out she's a huge fucking dumbass too. But like ultimately yeah, she like the reason she's the real villain is like she's the go between, and not only is she the go between, she's a bad one too. She's the white girl who came to, she's the white girl who came to the reservation and didn't learn a fucking thing, so she pays the price. This
0: is the thing; it's not about just that she has a lot of sex, right? I don't think that's immoral no, 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 at all. No, right? that's 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 her it's thing. It's the fact Whatever. that seemingly through having sex, it was only a way to cause harm.
1: Yeah, exactly. She, you know what I
0: mean, and then that baby, she kills the baby. Like it's just. She used it's, her it's powers a for thing, evil. weird thing, because even in the end, she is in the church with Billy Jack, like, well, I'm with you, man. Like, I'm down. And Billy's like, all right. And you're like, Billy, like, you're cashing it in right now for her. Yeah, I know. But he's still worried about her at the end of the movie, like, thinking he can save her. I think that- Where I was left with, like, I feel like she's somewhat, I don't know, maybe this will all turn her around, and she'll be like, wow, this was really fucked up. Because everyone does crazy things when they're teenagers. But see- But the, the riding the horse thing- so fucking aggravated me.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. But see, that right there is what makes Billy Jack such a compelling protagonist, is that he's willing to, even in the face of your terrible mistakes, even knowing that you're full well the reason this poor kid got killed, even even knowing full well that you're the whole reason all this shit went down in the first place, he's still going to protect you because he's Billy Jack. That's what makes Billy Jack an enduring revenge hero. That's why. He might be an that's anti-hero. Right. He might want to see them titties, but he's still going to protect you. <laughs> probably. Probably.
0: <laughs> hey, I admire his honesty. Hey, I, mean, I admire his honesty. I actually
1: found it very refreshing for dialogue in a movie. No. Like, I was expecting to go, no, darling, don't worry about that. And he's like, probably.
0: <laughs> he, and then it would have been great is if he had seen it and he just gave her the hat tip. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your boobs.
1: <laughs> I wish no, they um, were thrown on. Oh, I don't know, nice. man.
0: Yeah, there's the end of the movie is so much like once you get past the hippie stuff, it gets really just devastating at times. Right. Yeah. Cause we lose the baby. Martin gets killed. Then we get what is probably the best actual scene in the movie. Right. Billy tracks down uh Trump Jr. And he's in a whorehouse, Right. Or maybe a sleazy motel just with like a girlfriend. I couldn't tell.
1: I think it's um, a motel.
0: And there's this great moment where uh, Bernard is just staring down Billy Jack. Yeah. And Billy's just standing there in fucking pure judgment of him. You fucking piece of shit. He goes for the gun and gets two or three shots off.
1: Yeah, no, like And Billy just fucking him.
0: stares him down. Yeah, like just takes the shots. And this is a cool moment of visual storytelling, right? Cuz it's kind of like you have done nothing but try to inflict your pain and misery on everyone else. You can't do that to me, bitch. Yeah. You can't do that to me. And then you just see Bernard crumble and he's crying and like he he feels the weight of his evil. For the first time it feels like and it could just be the coward's way of being scared, right? Like now I have to pay for my crime. I, but I either way it plays really powerful. And they, I just love that the death is so simple, right? Bernard tries to jump out of bed and Billy just gives him a fucking throat chop. Just that's it. <laughs>
1: that's it. That's the just, end of it.
0: That's how easy it is. To take evil out of the world, man. And that that's scary, too, right? Well, I think that's is also... Is it a guy like Billy Jack could always have just been taking these dudes
1: out? Well, that's my thing, though, is I think really what it is up being is, like, that's Billy Jack. That's Billy Jack knowing how easy it is for him to take evil out of the world. And maybe that's why he's so stoic and quiet and stays away from everything all the time. Because it's, it's sort of like... I hate to use this as a comparison, but it's sort of like Roadhouse, like the throat, the throat <laughs> grab. Like it's yeah. kind of like the original version of that, where it's like I'm never going to do that again. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> but like that's who you are, you know. Like I don't know who would win a fight. Ooh, that's tough. That's a tough one. I'd say it would be for sure the sways from uh, Roadhouse.
0: I'm just saying if your training zone is Green Berets and Nam. Or bars. I feel like Billy Jack has the big edge on experience over Roadhouse Bouncer.
1: Yeah, but how pressed against Dalton is Billy Jack's scrotum. That's the real thing. Like I always look at Patrick Swayze as the oh, motivation. Dude,
0: I, I think this. Billy Jack takes his socks off and Dalton's just like I'm out of here, dude. <laughs> I'm going to go do more dance training by the lake. I've seen a real man now.
1: I don't know. Dalton. Dalton. I don't know. Dalton's got that throat grab and incredibly tight jeans. So <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what you think. But like, that's what...
0: he's just like pain don't hurt. <laughs> and Billy Jack's just, you know, probably.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: And they just fight epically. But like that'd be like Jason versus Freddy. That's the movie we need. Billy Jack versus Dalton. <laughs> Billy Jack
1: versus Dalton. <laughs> I'd watch the <laughs> shit out of that movie. But that's yeah, man. I, it, that's exactly where I great... think it goes to. Like, I think that Billy Jack is so confronted with the fact that he is kind of this, like... It's not that he it's he's capable of such mythic terror to people, that he has to stay away. And to actually do that to someone, I think, kind of uh, shuts him down a little bit. Like, that's why he has that big standoff at the end, you know? Like, that's what I think what? it's about, is not...
0: Well, I think that's an interesting point, right? Because there seems to be a mystique about him that even when he shows up, most of the people confronting him assume he is morally in the right. Right. And this is the, like, when he actually kills this guy, this is the first time you're like, oh, he is actually just a murderer now. Right. It brings him down with the rest. There is, some of the shine is taken off of the, the mystic persona of Billy Jack. So, yeah, I think that's fascinating. He actually has this great fucking moment. I fucking love this when he's talking to the hippie teacher. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, pacifist, this and that. Cause that's the thing. The hippies feel like hypocrites a lot in this movie. Cause like we just want to do improv and not learn, you know, things from <laughs> books. Uh, but we also want Billy Jack to go beat the fuck out of everyone who right. hates us. Right. Well, right. But yeah. we're pacifists. We're just gonna sick, you know. Uh Billy Jack
1: on there. Yeah, that's the thing um, I hate about him. Like they all depend on Billy Jack to protect him, yet they're all just like, Yeah, but we don't fight and I'm like, Yeah, you got some fucking green beret to do it for you, dickhole. Oh yeah,
0: like at the end when he's getting taken away by the cops and they're all just raising a fist. I'm like, You fucking assholes.
1: Yeah, fuck off. Don't
0: don't salute Billy Jack. You sent that man to slaughter. You don't did sal- that.
1: Don't don't appropriate either. Don't do that, white people. Not <laughs> yeah. cool. But
0: no, he has this great moment, right, where he kinda lays out like the philosophy of Billy Jack on the teacher, right? Where he's like you know, you fucking tell me. I, I think everything you're saying is great. You tell me where this this magical place is in this country, even on this whole earth, where people just treat each other decently. Right. You know what I mean? Show me that. Show me where people care truly care about each other, and I'll never fight again. I'll never harm anyone again. I'd be happy to. And he's just kind of like, but it, that shit doesn't exist. You know what I mean? Right. That's like to paraphrase what he's saying. And I was like, that's such a fucking it's it's this classic problem that we all face um where where does where do our ideals of an i um an ideal civilization right this utopia right. we wish we could build where does that end and the realities of sometimes people are fucking rapists and murderers like where where do those two coexist and and can a man live in both you know what i mean be good and bad and and Billy's this very conflicted guy at that moment because he knows exactly what he's about to do. Yeah. Because he kills Bernard, and then he ends up killing the deputy. Yeah. Right? Which seems so secondhand at that point. It's kind of strange that he's seemingly going to be the guy, the bad guy, and then he's just second secondhand throwaway headshot. <laughs> and then Billy is very careful not to kill any other cops in the rest of the standoff.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, that's what I mean. The standoff is kind of anticlimactic, right? Because it's not this big action-y moment. Right. But there is this really cool battle that happens in the church between her and Billy. Yeah. Where they, they get back into these philosophies where she's kind of calling him a coward. She has that great line where it's like, you know, it doesn't take courage to stay in here and just shoot, you know, until you're dead. Right. You know, it's hard for the rest of us. It's hard for the rest of us to have to keep on trying. Yeah. And after what she just went through, man, you're like, oh, fuck, dude. She's calling Billy a huge pussy and I kind of agree with
1: her. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a really strange like turn of events at the end of the movie. Like again, it's just it's the thing that I like the most about this movie is occasion like th- these very weird left turns that occur in the film or whatever, but the very small little kernels of moral quandary that come up that they provide you make the movie that much bigger when you really think about it. Cause it could just be written off as this sort of grindhousey seventies revenge flick, but really what it is like, you know, and like sort of this like pro hippie look, but then you get to that end with the teacher and yeah, like it becomes a thing like at what point are we hippies? And at what point do we need to actually protect ourselves? Like that's, it's a really interesting conversation she has about that whole thing.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, uh, that's what I mean. The church ending. Well, not is action movie satisfying as like a Rambo blowing up the whole town. Right. Um, there's like a real heart to it that I was like, yeah, man, this is the wrap up I need for this movie. I think
1: so, too. Um,
0: and Billy just surrendering to save the school because he doesn't want to hurt any of those people. out Right. There, right. You know what I mean? The greater good. That's not really who he is. Well, That's what um, that's
1: where it kind of becomes not quite a full blown revenge movie because it becomes much more about the greater good.
0: Yeah, he's had his revenge, and he's like, I can't just keep this cycle going, right? right. It, it, he has the strength to stop when Bernard did not, right? This circle of horrible things. Right. I don't know, man. I just, I, I fucking adore this movie. It's got great kind of kitschy violence and character details. Um, it makes everyone available. And that's what I mean. I found it so much more interesting today because you're like, it. what if like the ideal American was forced to go into like a lawnmower man life in Twitter? that's what this movie that's what i thought about it too you could redo billy jack right like they have two more sequels right they have the trial of billy jack which kind of more of this kind of stuff and then billy jack goes to washington right and i was like what if you scrap those from canon and we just do billy disappears after prison right Mm -hmm. and we bring him back as old man billy jack (laughs) i'd watch it and he's coming back yeah he's coming back into like charlottesville oh yeah where it's like all these nazis everywhere and billy jack's like you sons of bitches. You fucking white men. <laughs> he just starts giving him white man speeches and rubbing his forehead, taking his socks off. Right. And I'm like, yeah, shove that tiki torch there.
1: But I would make one edit that he'd burn the hippie school down to the ground for sure.
0: <laughs> He's like, I finally saw the death of my own creation, the hippies. And now the Nazis are back. Yep. My fighting's so never got to fight the
1: Nazis. I would watch the shit out of that movie.
0: Billy Jack coming back to fight the alt-right would be maybe the greatest. I mean, we're talking Oscar fair. <laughs> this is Oscar stuff.
1: You're not wrong. I yeah.
0: uh, Old Man Logan lost out because it's a little too comic booky. Right. This is that movie, but for real America.
1: Again, I think it's a really... I was not expecting much from this movie. And what I got was much more than I... But I definitely got more than I expected. Mainly in one-liners and like the... 40 minutes of this movie that are actually digestible. Then there's like all that hippie shit that I just I can't do. But the- yeah, it's
0: it's a movie that's strange. It does so well of creating really memorable moments. Yeah. And really memorable characters and, and character traumas. Like, even if you don't necessarily remember all... Like, I don't even remember the hippie teacher's name, but I'll remember her strength in those speeches. Mm-hmm. So that that's what this movie does well. Is It, it fills the room with some characters that actually... Like I really like the sheriff in that movie, man. Just this old guy who's like trying to keep up with this, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, almost devolving world, right? But he's still like committed to doing good. It's 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 an interesting, uh, fun movie from just kind of the visuals and the karate and the snakes and all that shit. It's Um, it's a worthwhile. But there's a lot underneath that. There's a lot going on in that movie underneath. It's a worthwhile
1: watch for sure. I will say that. Like the thing that I got the most out of it is I got to see it. And I would suggest anyone willing to watch watch something like this to watch it. It's cool. If you like seventies movies, if you like older seventies films, this is for sure right up your alley.
0: If you're an American, this should be assigned homework. True. This is definitely. We all a, need to be more Billy Jack. This movie's definitely less everyone else in the movie. <laughs> yeah. If you're like anyone else in the movie besides Billy Jack, correct your path.
1: True. A new, correct your fucking I think, path I think a new question on the citizens te- citizenship test is if a woman is running away with her blouse and she asks will you look will, will you look what is your answer the answer is always ah, probably
0: no see that's not woke enough this is the scene in old man Billy Jack he's actually standing over that lady's grave and he's just like you know what I didn't look after all I'm sorry <laughs> Yes. I averted my eyes at the last second. I swear, that's
1: true. That is definitely Eagle Scouts' it. honor. I'd say Old Man Billy Jack for sure needs to have that moment. That girl needs a that girl needs restitution. Yeah.
0: He he needs to appease Absolutely. for wokeness' sake. Uh, yeah, guys, if you liked Billy Jack, share it with a friend and then share the episode with them. That's something we think is the best way to uh, get word out about the pod. Again, we Absolutely. appreciate all you guys are doing. Take a minute, rate, review. Share on your social media. It does mean the world to a new uh, upstarter like us.
1: Please. Lots of fun. We love doing this show, and we love watching movies like Billy Jack, and we hope you enjoy listening to us talk about them because we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. So rate, review, subscribe, do whatever you need to do. Participate with us. We like talking to you guys. It's fun.
0: Yeah, so next week or the next episode, uh, Fallen with Denzel Washington awesome fucking flick so if you guys good. haven't seen that you're gonna love it we can't wait to talk about it uh still time to get in your choice for revenge movie we cover uh i guess i'll make the announcement now next month the pod is uncaged Woo! <laughs> yeah we're doing nicholas cage month uh so much to say about that guy. <laughs> it's like a never-ending film <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i think you guys will like the movies we chose too but as always I am very excited to see the votes for the bonus flick. We should this should be interesting. The
0: bonus cage pod is going to be a tough choice because it's any cage movie gives you so fucking much. Yeah, it's going to be hard to whittle it down. What is the essence of Nicolas Cage in one sentence? Can you say that? It's hard. I've tried.
1: I mean, I would. I could. I, I, I mean. could boil it down to a single line of dialogue in his oeuvre. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I could eat a peach for hours.
0: <laughs> No way. Absolutely.
1: What? Boil, boiled You're down. Just, oh,
0: because you think Nicolas Cage is just living the most deliciously? Absolutely.
1: Boiled down to his essence. Nicolas Cage That could li- be true. Nicholas Cage probably is Black Phillip, for sure. He just stopped oh. he stopped wanting to be a goat, that's all.
0: Go besmirch, my lord and savior. <laughs> First off. I'll billy jack your ass. <laughs> taking my socks off right now. That's it, guys. We'll see you next
1: time.